Hello, we're back with Discover Energy Work. So um, it's another another week. Um, what what can I say? Um, we have Casey Barron here. That's the important thing to say. Um, Casey is. Uh, I met her on a, on a, one of these uh, Facebook uh, groups, and I was just immediately tra- attracted to her energy. Um, and she's a psychic medium um, and a medium. And I've uh, done a little little reading with her, and I thought that was really nice. And she also does coaching and manifestation coaching, which is really interesting. And you know what it's about. You know, Discover Energy Work is about normal people who, who kind of like become a little bit not normal. <laughs> and, uh, and I say, I say, Casey is like really pretty normal as well. So, so I think I, I would say like, no, I would say you're fairly normal, Casey, from our previous conversation. So, welcome yep. to Discover Energy Work. Thank you. Thanks for having me, Richard. It's awesome to talk to you. Awesome to be here. So, what would I like? I mean, my question is for for everybody. What would make somebody who's doing a fairly stable job? Um, you know, suddenly give it up or give it all up and do something which, well, in America could get you burnt at the stake in years <laughs> past, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, and, and in fact, I should say in the UK. Yes, it different. happened I mean, everywhere. We, yeah. it. We, we, we did it really well. If witches, <laughs> if someone was a witch, you threw them in the river. If they sank, they weren't a witch. Yeah, oh, like then it's that's, too late to save them. <laughs> yeah. We're not even talking about witchcraft, we're just talking about energy work, which is where people like go, wait, what's going on? I don't really know what that yeah. is. So so what, were you like a kid? Were you like that weird kid or were you just a normal kid? I was pretty normal. I couldn't say that I had a lot of experiences as a kid, except moments where I was connected. And I remember those moments now. You know, looking back, they were very profound, like moments I'd be looking out the car window and I'd be like, I'm here right now in this car. What are the chances? Like my soul remembered, <laughs> like, you know, a, the greater beyond. But my my human was just like, well, this is an interesting feeling. This just feels joyful. And um, I one day I asked my dad, I'm like, dad, do you ever get moments where you're just like really joyful and like, it's for no reason. You're just like, I'm really here, like in the present moment. Like, and I, as a kid, you're trying to explain this. And I was probably eight at the time. And he goes, I don't, I don't really know. Like, no, I don't really, I can't really say that I have had that. And then after that, it was really hard for me to do it ever again. And I was really sad because it was like a very joyful feeling tapping mm. into divine consciousness. So I do think children innately know how to get there. And then as adults, it's like, we forget Um, But it was kind of like that was kind of the ending point for me as a kid having any Mm, beautiful mm. experiences. But then as an adult, I was drawn to um, things like Eckhart Tolle. I was drawn to Wayne Dyer. I was drawn to all these authors talking about Neil Donald Walsh. Walsh was one of the first books I ever read, Conversations with God. So I was really drawn to those things. Um, I did grow up Catholic. So um, can't say that I was growing up in a in a huge like spiritual energy aware home, but there were a lot of things in our faith that align with what I do today in some ways. Yeah. And a lot of yeah, things sure, that don't totally, align. Totally. Yeah. yeah. yeah well, so, I'm, I'm definitely like um, here, like from my point of view, I'm, I'm so not religion bashing. I am like, you know, religion is, has got so much to offer so many people and, and a lot of, a lot of churches they'll embrace 
somebody with mm-hmm. your 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 skills yes. and interests there are certain um, churches yeah mm-hmm. yeah totally um and you know what i think is really interesting something you've touched on and i think a lot of people would relate to it is you know you talk about something like i've got this uh, i've got this feeling you explain it to somebody and they go no and it's yeah. almost like they they put a magic spell on it yes yeah yes. just or yes. or just by like you expressing it and wanting to sort of confirm what is normal yes. i want to confirm like my reality is not weird and not strange and then not getting the confirmation like saying okay it's uh, yeah it's, uh, it's kind of not normal yeah kind of we don't really do that um and and that shutting us down on a i would say like a subconscious level you just kind of yes. go okay uh, uh, we're not going to do that anymore because you i wanted to get back there so consciously right i wanted to get to that place again and i would try the next car ride for some reason was always in the car. And mm. so I would try and I couldn't do it. And it was just really sad. And, um, but now I realize, like, you know, now today somebody could be like, yeah, I don't believe in anything you say, Casey, and I could still do it tomorrow. So it's kind of like I somehow unleashed that subconscious mm. block along mm. my journey, but there's still a lot of adults living with that subconscious block for sure. And then they stop attempting to get back or find a new mentor to find people who can resonate with their stories or their experiences. Right. And right. Um, that is a lot of people because a lot of children are naturally able to tap in and um, you know, cause they're, they're not very um, cute. They haven't been human for so long as us as adults, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, um, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I sometimes I don't know where to start with you because we, because we're just going, which is good. I mean, I don't mind, but we're going everywhere. Like, you know, uh, that whole thing about uh, language, the whole of the thing about like when people connecting with her, with us, um, you know, what, um, and they're having experiences and they may be trying to share them. I mean, I have that experience of like start trying to share something really beautiful with somebody. And in a way, like I'm trying to force it on them in a way. And yeah, like showing your blocked, pearls before swine. Yeah. It blocked it, it locked me down. It, it just totally oh. like totally, totally stuffed me up for, for years, in fact. Um, but my my intention was like I'm gonna share this and it's gonna help somebody. And actually, like it just like it's just like, oh wow. Um and I suppose that yeah, I mean it, it's just energy, isn't it? I mean, like there's lots of different energy. And I think um, we a couple of weeks ago, we had Stanley Krippner and he talks about whether we have thin, I think he said thin boundaries or thick boundaries. And the people mm-hmm. with thin boundaries, we tend to be more psychic. We tend to like, I mean, literally I'll be sitting in a cafe and if someone sits behind me with a bad bag, I need to move because it's just really uncomfortable. I'm feeling that's not, that's not going to be good for me. And I'm going to have, pain in my back later um and um yeah i mean that's a typical example of this has happened to me as well so i can relate i have so many stories like that (laughs) right right yeah well where do you start like because i get this kid that's in the moment and just happy and you know just just you know in in, with the grace yeah yeah Um, exactly you you kind of lost it so then you started to look for it in health self-help books is that right yeah so yeah I just wanted to understand I wanted to understand um and that's still the my personality is very much like let's investigate let's research everything I can find 
um, I want confirmation or I want to learn. And um, so I did that for a while. Then I went to college and, you know, in college, it was an interesting period of time. Um, I was, you know, kind of stepped away from my spiritual interests a lot. I um, mm-hmm. just was focused on things that a lot of college kids focused on. So dating yep. and school and mm-hmm. living with your mm-hmm. friends and partying <laughs> sometimes. Mm-hmm. And so I was in that world for a while. Um, I can't say I was very enlightened during that time, but I formed great friendships and had great experiences, positive and negative experiences during that time. Um, and then I, you know, I got my master's degree. I went to school for speech language pathology. So I did end up getting my master's degree because you have to have that in the United States to practice. Um, so, uh, right. I, so, I so up, this log, uh, was it uh, logopedic, logopedic? What was it? Is it logopedic? Is that what it's called? Though? Called mm. a speech and language therapist, speech therapist. So we're called in the U.S. just speech language pathologists. Um, so it's oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, it's um, we don't go by that, but we just go by uh, our acronym is SLP. In the UK, they have different um, yeah. different acronyms and everything like yeah, that. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm UK. Oh yeah, yeah. So it's different acronyms everywhere, but we're speech therapists is the easiest way to understand what I was doing. Um, and so I did, you know, and I was like, so focused on school. So focused on my straight A's, my research, I was doing research, um, doing a thesis, doing all these things. Um, and I, I loved it. I loved, I loved school, um, graduated out of school. And I was like, what did I get into? I was like, this world is crazy. Healthcare in the United States, obviously was, it's going through a lot. Um, I worked in a nursing home. So I, and then I ended up being promoted and it was just like a, it was just so stressful. I was stressed out um, working, but I had all these student loans. So I was like, I need to work and pay off these loans. I need to, this will get better. It'll keep getting better. I know it'll get better. Um, (laughs) That's what I told myself. And um, it's like a lot of money. Like it's it's sort of half a million or something like a quarter of a million dollars or something, isn't it? Yeah, I had $80,000 in student loans. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just give people an idea. So I um I did end up paying it all off in 16 months, actually. I worked three jobs. I uh worked in the schools with kids. I worked in private practice and I worked in nursing homes hmm. for the elderly. And um between those three jobs and saving and just really a strict budgeting, I did pay it all off. So then you get to You're the point. Amazing. Right? You're, you. you're really a determined person. I'm, I'm a very I, determined I'm like, person. Oh, you're not a Taurus, are you? No, me. I'm a Scorpio, which oh, pretty much explains oh, they're that. amazing. Oh, yeah, because I'm I'm a Cancerian, and uh, Scorpios are like interesting. They're sort of they're sort of uh, Cancerians with tails. So we're here. To yeah, hear exactly. Tails, Me and so. Cancers get along. Yeah, we get along very well. <laughs> um. And so anyways, I was, oh, my puppies are getting me all that. If you can hear them. No worries. <laughs> my, my, um, so then I am, you know, in working, paid off all my debt. I'm so proud of myself for doing that in such a short period of time. It was not easy. And I'm like, I can do whatever I want now. Like I can, I can, I can let go of this idea of the perfect life of a nine to five working in healthcare, making good money 
Um, and I can kind of do what I want to do. So I, I, re I did a lot of soul searching. I ended up doing it in my own business. Um, but I first started off in healthcare and then I was doing healthcare work, um, helping other speech therapists start their own businesses. And then I was in that and I was like, man, at the, at the time, how I got into my own business was really relying on and learning more about energy because I realized business and energy are so, uh, what's the word? Like it, I would go through periods of like almost doubt and depression and self defeat. Mm. Right. And like self-sabotage with my business. And I was like, I feel like energy is the thing that's going to help me keep my forward momentum, keep me going mm. without being miserable because now I can create the life I want. I don't want to be like, I was working my nine to five and create that over again. So I started, um, meeting mentors and energy workers and, I just loved it. I loved the work. I loved learning. I, um, again, that was that, that now, high no, I'm going to stop you. I'm going to stop yeah. you. Like, like give me a, give us an example of something yeah. that happened when you were like, you're like, um, got to this energy worker and suddenly like he said something or you did something, you went, Oh, wow. This is totally like, yeah, I can give you exactly the example. Yeah. So I went to a workshop and, um, it was a weekend and I, I got out of it and uh, my husband was like rubbing my shoulders the next morning after the workshop, we had done it together. He was giving me a massage and I was like, are you pressing hard enough? Cause I don't feel anything. And he's like, okay, I can go a little harder. I always have pain <laughs> in my shoulders, neck and back. I was stressed out all the time. So of course I always hold tension there. So I was like, there's no pain. Um, I was literally healed from the tension in my back over the weekend from the energy work. And it, I was sitting in a very uncomfortable chair the whole weekend. So it wasn't my posture. wasn't anything mm. like that. Mm. It wasn't stretching or exercise. Mm. There was no painkillers. It was just the energy. And I, that was the first moment I said, there's something to this. This is a miracle. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's really my, when it really clicked. Yeah, uh, and so it's, I, I like it. I like it because it's in a way it's a small story, but it's so meaningful, if, especially if you've, you're in healthcare, you know, you know, this is like, this is not normal, yeah? Um, you know, uh, and you've got your own anecdotal experience of sitting in an uncomfortable chair, like, uh, like sitting in an airline chair for, for nine hours and getting off with a stiff neck, of course. And, and in a way you've done more than that, like a weekend and you mm -hmm. get off and like, I, I don't have pain in my shoulders. Yeah, totally like, amazing. Like, I was like, this has never happened. <laughs> it always hurts when somebody touches me in my shoulders. Um, and so I, I did tell the teacher that, and he was like, yep, that's, you know, healing. And I was just like, that is amazing. And, and so it was nice to have that confirmation. Um, and all this to say, I continued hiring people, working with people and got to the point where I opened up to my mediumship gifts, opened up to my own guides, opened up to my own, um, uh, spiritual, like the clairvoyance and the, the psychic gifts. And I was doing this and I was still working in healthcare at the time too. So I was still able to do healthcare part-time, um, working with kids mainly. And I'll what, never forget. What made you think like, I mean, again, like you've, mm -hmm. you've got a science degree, you know, in healthcare, what made you yeah. think like, like guides and spirit guides and that sort of stuff was real? I mean, just didn't you think like, oh, wait a minute, I'm, 
I'm kind of like I'm running running away on some you know uh, leaderless cult of of energy work. You know. Yeah, I guess. Was, was um, there something that happened? Hmm. For me, it was just I knew that I wanted to be my I wanted to do my own business, and when I started incorporating my spiritual side into my business, that's when it took off. Um, it was almost like God saying, yes, this is it. Um, because I was trying to do something for so long and it just kind of, I would hit a wall and I wasn't enjoying it. And I was trying to make it more fun for me and, and more successful, making more money. It wasn't until I tapped into my own gifts and started talking about them online to my clients and to other people and Mm -hmm. talking about it in in public that people were like, Oh, I want to know more and Mm -hmm. would buy, would buy more of my um, services. So it was kind of like, I, the more I stepped out and became authentically who I was and what I was Mm -hmm. learning, the Mm -hmm. more success I had. Um, And so it was just kind of a reinforced by that and then how happy I was to do it and how exciting it was for me was Mm -hmm. also a big piece of it. Right. And so can you, like you were telling me, like um, once you started to get into your mediumship, um, you you started having some interesting like evidence come through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in in therapy, you know, I would be working, and um, I remember I was walking my a family back to my my treatment room, and yeah. the parent had the older kid there, and she's like, "Oh yeah, he's home from school. He has strep throat." And I was like, "Well, that's why my throat was hurting." And I don't say it out loud. But like my throat had started hurting so bad as soon as they walk in the door. And I'm like, oh my gosh. So that was kind of like a moment for me. Um, I'd always worked with kids who um, were, had pretty um, significant challenges with speech. And so a lot of kids with autism, for example, they can't talk. So I would find them technology to communicate. And I would have like, I basically discovered, you know, with some kids, I could use telepathy gifts with them and communicate with them energetically. Oh, wow. Tell us about that. That's, that's amazing. Yeah. What, 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 yeah. Give us an example. I mean. Yeah. So kids yeah. who have no speech, right. And they don't have any way to communicate verbally or using language. And I would bring them. Um, I specialized in iPads with technology that enabled them to access language. So they would press a button and it would say a word, right. Kind of like Stephen Hawking's device, but um, yeah. not with eye gaze, but with hands, you know, you can touched it with your fingers, just like a game, almost on an iPad. And so Mm -hmm. I would teach that to them. And I was specialized, certified in that. And um, so I started to realize, you know, I could really use my gifts to help them inside therapy by accessing, well, what do they really want to say? Let me put that word forefront. Um, Because I really believe they're trying to communicate. They want to play in the ball pit. So let me make sure ball pits like right, really easy to see. So things like that. Um, just always helpful. And, you know, those kids would, they would, we would develop relationships and, you know, parents would notice like, they're so happy to come to therapy. They love seeing you. I'm like, yeah, because they're understood. (laughs) They, I I work with them like that. So, you know, using my gifts in that way was really fun and, and um, very rewarding. And if I, you know, it's not something you can really talk about with your coworkers, right? I couldn't just go, Hey, yeah, I'm totally using my psychic gifts to help you know, little Billy it, over there. <laughs> yeah, which which I think, you know, I mean, w- what you're saying is is something that we need to start um, 
you know, fessing up on, you know, we need to start, uh, because there's so much evidence for psychic functioning in human beings. And it, yeah. we actually, we're so early in the research of, uh, you know, maybe the kids that are autistic, may, maybe they're just overwhelmed with all the psychic uh, information and somebody like, you know, tuning in and saying, okay, can you hear this? You know, when, they, when you're sending it telepathically, mm-hmm. you know, I, do you just touch whatever you want and you're sending it out telepathically and they go ball pen or whatever, you know? Um, yeah. And, uh, um, but I mean, um, it's sort of, you know, me as a psychologist, it's where I sort of, I wonder when, when and if we are um, going to embrace so much of the research is out there, you know? Um, yeah. But- yeah. There's so much. And, you know, stuttering is another great example. Fluency is another great example. I know in the UK, they might call it stammering, um, where you, you know, people would come to me with that as well. And I will never forget one of the kids I would have the pleasure of working with. The moment I met him, I knew he was extremely sensitive, extremely psychic, extremely empathic. And I knew it. I'm like, this is an old soul I'm working with right now. And he was completely shut down, depressed, anxious, um, going through physical pain as well. Um, and so a lot of weird things going on in his life that to him were confusing. And I never had to talk to him about energy or any of that when I was with a session, him with a session, but he came to me with very severe stammer, very severe um, on a scale, on a test. And then I um, worked with him a few weeks. We never worked on his speech, mind you, never. It was all energy. (laughs) And I'm just talking to him. And um, by the end, he ended up, nobody believed he had a stutter. The occupational therapist ended up working with him on other things like handwriting. She didn't believe me that he had come to me with a severe stutter because she couldn't even hear it anymore. Mm. Um, So there's a lot of things going on in the physical body, in children, especially in adults, that are energetic and nature. And that if you have somebody working with you that understands energy, this should be a part of healthcare, in my opinion, because look at the results you can achieve without doing all this other, these other tests or these other assignments or these other drills, right? And so I just, I'll never forget that kid because, oh my gosh, he was really the biggest, one of the biggest evidences I had of this is not, um, as doesn't have to be as complicated as we make it out to be. I think, you know, what's really interesting is I think what you're saying about not working on the actual presenting problem, if you know mm-hmm. what I mean, like, like he, he, you weren't working on the presenting stutter, but you were no. working on the thing. You're, you're working more, you know, supporting his energy, building his energy on an up, emotional maybe. level, on an emotional right. level. Yeah. It was like, he needed a confirmation um, for some things he was, he also needed the ability to communicate openly without being judged. Um, he needed the ability to be heard and for somebody to wait and listen. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, not correcting him, not mm-hmm. drilling him, not mm-hmm. looking at him. If he did mess up a word, as soon mm-hmm. as he had that kind of relationship and that kind of acceptance, it was easy. Um, after that. Yeah. It, it, it so happens, so often happens that when we're working on the right spot, the things that apparently are the presenting problems, they just fall away, they just, exactly. even though we didn't address them. I, mean, I didn't I can, have to, yeah. Yeah. That you I would have. 
I totally would have. I had all the skills <laughs> to do it. Yeah. I was like, but I was just following my intuition. I'm like, no, I'm not going to be drilling him. I'm going to just listen. And um, that was the energetic kind of work that's going on behind the scenes. At the time, I wasn't very aware what I was doing. Now, looking back, I can see I was probably communicating with their higher selves when I was working with the kids and then we would work kind of together. Um, but yeah, so I think that there's so much untapped we could really help kids and adults with on a health level or, you know, with speech and language too, that mm -hmm. um, we're just not even looking at right now in the scientific communities, which I also am very well-versed in the scientific communities from all the research I did in college. Sure. So, sure. yeah. Yeah. And so do you, I mean, uh, just curious, do you still work with these kind of kids at the moment or, or not really? So no, I don't work with the kids, interestingly, but here, let me share this. I work with speech language pathologists to this day. A lot of my clients end up being speech language pathologists and um, they're very similar to me where they have very beautiful gifts and we work on those. And some of them are still practicing and running speech therapy businesses. So I never stopped helping those communities. It's just, I work in a different way now, it's for sure. Right. So you're helping them to, to connect more energetically, I imagine then. Yes, I do. Mm -hmm. Well, that's so cool. That's great. Yeah. I think, you know, again, it, it's, um, you know, I personally discover energy work is not to, to make a change in society. It's to support the individuals who are having experiences and to give them that, in a way, um, validation, you know, that they're not crazy. You know, I mean, yeah. some of them might be a bit crazy, um, but but the energy, like feeling the energy or, or that stuff is real. That really yeah. exists. Um, and much like there's optical illusions, uh, you know, visually, there's optical illusions energetically. There's there's mind illusions. Um, you know, it's, that's something I'm fascinated in. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, you know, we we don't you don't throw the baby out with the bathwater, as it were. Yeah. Um, what tell? I'm curious about the mediumship. So that's come in. Yes. I mean, yeah. Where? What was the experience? I mean. Like talking, like talking to dead people? Like why? Yeah, I missed my grandma. So I wanted to reach out to her and she, I had hired other psychics to, to channel her. And um, so I, uh, one time I was like, you know what, if they can do it, I bet I can do it. I've seen ghosts before, you know, I'm like, I can do this. <laughs> and I so I your <laughs> challenged myself. <laughs> it's, it's so determined. As, it's like, you can do it. I, I can do it. <laughs> I can do it. And so I'm like, I'm going to do it. So I talked to, so grandma, you know, grandma and I always get our nails done together when she was alive and she'd buy them for me. She said, Casey, go get your nails done. I'm like, okay, I don't know if a ghost is really talking to me right now, but I'm going to go try. Cause she told me, Richard, she's like, I'm going to pay for it. If you get him dead. I'm like, how is a dead person going to pay for me to get my nails done? I'm curious. So of course I have to go and get my nails done. And uh, I'm like, there wasn't a hundred dollar bill on the pavement. There wasn't, he did, he rang me up. I paid with my debit card. I'm like, okay, this isn't going out the way we expected grandma, but I trust you. <laughs> I got my nails done regardless. So um, I, I remember like a week later was my husband's birthday and my grandpa handed him my, you know, her husband, you know, handed him a card and inside the card were two hundred dollar bills. And he said, oh, yeah, I thought we were also giving gifts to Casey today. Um, he's like, for some reason, I'm like, Grandpa, my birthday is not till November. It's August. Like, it's not. 
anywhere near my birthday. He's like, we'll just keep it. I'm like, okay, $100 for me. Yay. Um, I would say I you nailed it. Yes. I didn't even, so what Richard, the funny part is I didn't even make the connection at that moment. I did not even realize until my mom, I told her the story. My mom is like, you realize that was grand, like giving you the hundred dollars, right? I'm like, oh my gosh, you are so right. So perfect person to give me the money. He had no idea why he was giving it to me. And I was like, I believe, I believe. Yes. I, yeah, it's, um, well, we were talking before we came on air, we're talking about some signs that you, you get, have you had people Mm -hmm. also, you know, like when they've come and, you know, you said there's going to be a sign coming like from Mm -hmm. this departed. Yes. Yes. Obviously I want you to, to respect people's anonymity, but within that, you know, boundary, uh, do you have any good stories where you can sort of say, yeah, this person came and I was like, yeah, I said, expect one of these yeah I've had um I have so many stories I'm trying to pick a really fun one and the one that's coming to mind she likes me to tell her story because uh she's passed on but she likes the story about me and her so one morning I was open to spirit and I was open to them coming and I was actually kind of looking for somebody one of my clients family members who passed on she had never had contact with her before and I was like really um trying to open up a little bit during the day to see if I could if I could receive a message from her well this other woman came through she told me her you know she was in her 30s she had long brown hair she had had a double mastectomy she and I said you need to give me some really specific details so that person knows that I'm really communicating with the right person and right. she said, okay, I called my dog Porky and spaghetti dinners. <laughs> I'm like spaghetti dinners, called your dog, dog Porky, double mastectomy in your thirties, long brown hair. I think I could find out, right. That's a lot of detailed information, but yeah. I go to my client. She's like, no, that's not mine. And I'm like, okay, so I don't know who this woman is yet, but I'm open to finding out. So a few weeks later, I would say about two to three weeks later, I sit down to dinner with a, a girlfriend of mine. It might actually been a month later. Um, we're having dinner and she's talking about a family, family friend and how he lost his wife and how sad he is and how hard of a time he's had since she's passed. And I said, do you have a picture of her? And, um, she said, yes. And I'm like, did by chance, did she have a double mastectomy? She's like, yes. I'm like, does she have like a dog that she would call Porky? She's like, yes. And I said, (laughs) and then can you explain to me what the spaghetti dinners mean? Because she's like, she used to feed her dog spaghetti. And I'm like. All right. So she showed me a picture and uh, it was definitely the woman I'd seen. And I said, you know, she really wants to talk to her husband. She had mentioned to me and when she met that she's very worried about her husband and her baby. I thought it was a human baby, but it turns out to be the dog. And um, that now lives with like her mother or something. And so, um, yeah, Porky. Yeah. (laughs) And so she, it was just like, you know, she really had a message and I got to deliver it to somebody who was very open. Right. So my friend, she's a very, she has medium gifts as well. So it wasn't a weird exchange where I'm just landing all this stuff on her and she doesn't believe mm-hmm. she's had her own experiences. So what a beautiful way for that woman to, to get her message through. I thought that that was a really cool story. I think so. I mean, I, you know, um, you know, joking apart, you know, there's, um, you know, anybody who's been bereaved you know who's lost mm. somebody uh getting some really good like nailed it evidence and and for me it's like whether it's psychic or whatever it's still oh 
it can it can be like life changing for that person yeah. and dealing with their grief. Um, yes. And uh, and you know, I've I've seen yeah I've seen my share, um, and I've been very lucky to receive you know my my share as well. Um, yeah. So you know, um, just like wow, that was amazing. And um, we come. I, I mean, I'm curious because you do so much. I'm curious to try and cover all of the things you do. And one of the things you've you're doing is this. Um, it, 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 is it a, what do you call it? Like a money group or manifestation group? I'm a very, yeah. I'm a little bit skeptical about a lot of manifestation. I think a lot of it is, you know, um, uh, I say say this, and I'm going to believe that I'm going to get this, and then I'm going to get it. I think it's a little bit more to it than that. Um, so tell us all yeah, about that. Well, sure. What do I have to do today? Or what are our listeners probably more useful? Our listeners, what, what, what would you, well, you could tell us how you started and then you could tell us like, okay, so how are we going to become mega rich? Yeah, I love this. Um, so the first thing I did, my group is called High Vibe Money Manifestation. If any listeners want to join, I would love to have you. That's on Facebook, um, is it? High Vibe yes. Money, Money Manifestation. Manifestation. Okay, we'll yeah, put a link for that. You send me that in a chat and I will put a link in for that in the show notes. Awesome. And um, so what happened was I, one day I was talking to my guides because that's just something that I do. <laughs> and <laughs> I went through a meditation and I could tell the meditation was like manifestation. I could feel the energy um, coming into my field. So it was like coming from out and coming toward me. This has happened a few times, but this was a lot of energy and I could feel it. And I was like, um, okay, I don't know what this is, but we'll see what happens. And then that same week I manifested about $10,000 USD, um, not from it working. So everything outside work was like gifts, $5,000. Um, like my husband was getting unemployment checks. He got a huge one. It was just kind of like weird things. Um, and then I was, I was like, well, this worked. Let me um, do this in a group, in my group, my Facebook group. So I go to my Facebook group and I do it. And then people started commenting over the next 35, 40 days that they were manifesting $20,000, $90,000. Somebody got $100,000. So just crazy deals like um, tax returns. Um, it was weird business deals that had been plateaued, but then all of a sudden really took off. There were... Um, investments that were jumping that hadn't moved for 15 years and all of a sudden we're making a crap ton of money so those kinds of weird ways um started people starting getting results i started to add it up and it turned out to be in 35 days 1.7 million dollars between anybody who reported to me what they had manifested during that time and how many so people that, is that about group? 200 but wow, not everybody that, that did the meditation phenomenal still that's phenomenal yeah so then i was like this isn't fake okay <laughs> So you're, I was like, there's nothing to this. Sometimes I'm a fake. <laughs> sometimes it doesn't okay. work, right? Sometimes, sometimes it does. <laughs> Glad I have. Okay, God, I'm listening. And so I, I um, but there were still people, Richard, that didn't manifest, right? There's always those cases. So they'll do the meditation like five times. They're like, Casey, I still haven't gotten a client. Casey, I still haven't gotten money. Casey, I'll get free donuts, but where's my money? <laughs> I'm like, Okay, that's a, that's a good one for Homer Simpson. That's about it. Yeah, right. And donuts. so, yeah, I'm like get diabetes. Great. No, but um, I then I um 
I started to really get kind of obsessed in a good way, like about, okay, how can I help people that are really blocked to manifesting? Mm -hmm. There's obviously something subconscious energetically going on where they resist, they risk receiving. And so I did end up meeting other energy workers who work with the subconscious. And I was like, this is it. I'm like, this is like how I can help anybody. (laughs) Cause then if you clear out your subconscious, you also need to get into alignment in a way to receive money. So I often tell people there needs to be a way it's going to do the um, effort of least resistance. So if your business is out of alignment, it won't come in through your business. It'll come in through your husband getting a raise. If there's, you know what I mean? So it's just a matter of understanding that there are subconscious blocks as well that need to be cleared. And sometimes a meditation won't be able to clear all that. So there is like shadow work or subconscious releasing that needs to be done. Sometimes if you're not seeing results with the meditation or other um, energetic ways, it's kind of like you have to clear it out um, to be able to receive. I always say it's kind of like a sink full of dirty dishes. So like, um, this is a spirit given analogy, um, or metaphor. Mm -hmm. So spirit showed me like a lot of people's energy is kind of like a sink full of dirty dishes and you have to clear off the sink in order to receive the love and the, um, abundance, like the water to fill Mm -hmm. up the sink. Otherwise it's, you can't fill up as much water because there's so much crap in this dirty sink. Right. So you have to wash each plate and clean it off. And every plate, every dish is different. You have to like every size it's so, and it can be from other people putting their dirty dishes in there can be from you years ago. This dirty dish been in there for 20 years. One is just from today. You got to go in and clean it out. And then there's a vessel that can be filled. So kind of manifestation is kind of like that. You have to be able to have an open vessel to receive in order to actually receive the money Mm. of the abundance. It doesn't have to be money either. I never target my meditations, um, specifically on money, a lot of times it's abundance and the, the frequency to manifest money is really divine love. Um, it's mm-hmm. a, that's a really great place to be in. Cause then you're going to attract what's for you. Um, what's good for you if you're highest good. So that's really just raising your frequency to a place mm-hmm. where we, we attract what's really good for us and what we need. So mm-hmm. I don't like to, you right. know, to use the word need, but yeah, I mean, I, I mean, it sounds great. Um, you know what I what I love about it is the, your analogy of the dirty dishes and and how yeah somebody maybe you've lost the weight of the sink yeah you you just seem to be washing up things in the toilet yeah um, or or yeah. whatever like you just you just lost a bit of your orientation like this that is a dish that you keep on uh it's a dirty dish that you keep on eating from yeah you, you need to yeah yes it's a great analogy i love it and you know what i what i um i mean i've done the the you know demos where i, I get somebody up and i say you know okay let's work on somebody with pain and we clear the pain and i said now i didn't touch you i didn't do anything just worked on the energy mm-hmm. you know we can do that was just because an energy was blocked now it's the same for money and money in a way is yeah. it's more energetic than anything else like it's, yes. it's a it's totally conceptual especially yes. nowadays where it's all electronic yeah, yes it's, it, it, it's totally a flow of like a flow of energy yes <laughs> so you know i mean yeah i'm you know, I suppose there's part of me that plays the devil, uh, devil's advocate, but I totally 
uh, believe that you know, especially you know, with that that approach, that um, you know, you can you can help people to manifest all kinds of stuff. Tell us. Mm-hmm. So, give us some examples yeah. of some weird, freaky stuff that's happened when you've been helping people with their dishes. Okay. Yeah, with their dishes. Yeah. Um, uh, one of my clients, you know, she, she started a new business and she, um, she did have a hundred thousand dollar launch the first month, um, after doing my meditation Then she booked a few sessions with me. Cause that's actually Casey, this works. So I need to meet you. <laughs> and then, <Right>. um, <laughs> a few months later we meet again and, and she's like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to launch in a few days. I would love to meet with you and clear out anything that needs to be cleared. So I'd meet with her and she had a seven figure launch. And now she's going into her next launch. And I just saw her. I did some um, healing work with her. And now I'm excited to see what her next launch is. And that's somebody that her business was nothing last year in 2020. This is all 2021. So to say it's, she has a product-based business. um, To say that, you know, she really grew this thing um, this whole year, all, you know, all on her own. Like, it was just amazing. She has a team now, but, and investors and everything. But yeah, so you can really like, use this to, to manifest. And she was just, it's, you know, for her, it's divine timing. It's, she was aligned with it. It was like her soul was happy to do what she was doing. And I didn't have to help her with anything business. I literally just energetically supported her. Um, that's probably one of the best stories I have at this moment, but I also can have you remember what, manif- like, I mean, can you talk, maybe you shouldn't talk about, but have you had like, you pulled out like, you know, imps and, you know, gremlins from people's energy or uh, have you had like some really yes. weird stuff where you've like an alien's yeah. appeared or, I mean, yes. of course there's things which are like, you know, like, I don't know, beliefs, uh, you know, that aren't serving and so on. But if you had like stuff where you go, wow, I never expected that. You can't make this stuff up, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I was, um, one of my friends is a medium and uh, she's been doing some readings and, I was uh, scheduling a call, a market research call with her. She, she agreed to help me with some market research. And all of a sudden her ancestors, it was the night of the full moon. Her ancestors appear at the foot of my bed and they're just talking away. I'm like, what is it? You guys, they're talking in Spanish on there from, from Mexico for many years ago. And I'm telling her in the DMS, I'm like, cause I'm in direct message with her. I'm like, so they're here. They are saying something about a curse <laughs> and they want me to clear it for you. And it's not like, I don't want to say curse. Like, it's not like people say, so don't get all, you know what I mean? It's to, that's just the word they were using. It yeah. wasn't necessarily a real, like somebody intentionally set a curse on this family. I'm not saying that. I actually have no idea really how it got there, but it right. did show itself. And they had a name for it. They called it Sordio, Sordio. And I was like, what the heck is this? I looked it up and it actually means like death. And I put it together and it really means um, to them, the way they named it is it makes you deaf to the uh, voice of God. And so she had this family that had gone through all these things. They placed hits on her. They were murderers. <laughs> they were like into drug dealing. I got bad stuff. Oh, wow. And I was, she's like, this makes a lot of sense, Casey. <laughs> I'm wow. like, yeah, let's clear this for you. So her guides ended up giving her something to do on our call. And then I also went, they told me later it was the eighth dimension where I went into the eighth dimension and I took it out of her heart space, this black gooey thing. And um, I actually found a picture of it on Google that looked a lot like it. And I sent a picture to her and she's like, I've seen that in a dream. 
And so I knew I was dealing with something and it wasn't hard though. You know, I went in in the eighth dimension, everything's pretty easy when you, when you heal. So I was able to take it out and just, I told God like, okay, angels done God do what you must. Here it is. And I brought it into the light. Like it was sitting in my hand and I just like shoved it into the light of God. And it (laughs) you shoved it. Take that. Get on that. I love shove. I shove it into the light. (laughs) And I told her, I was like, you'll be able to hear God now. So that'll help you in your business as a psychic medium. Oh my God. uh, That's amazing. I'm having a session with you. I've got it. That's amazing. I love it. That's so that touches me so much. That's really oh. great. Oh, look, dear, I, I we've we've been ta- chatting, and I don't know where the time's gone, but it's been fantastic. Um, everybody, uh, you know, you're on Facebook. Do you, how do people connect with you? I'm on Instagram as well. So Facebook, my group, the High Vibe Money Manifestation, and then on Instagram, I'm at kc.baron. That's k-a-c-y dot b-a-r-r-o-n. I'm happy to, to reach people there. And if you're interested, I also have a website, www.kcbaron.com. Wonderful. Well, look, um, we'll be posting on Discover Energy Work on the on the website, on the podcast, on our page. And I think, you know, we can even do a little, um, maybe do a Facebook Live talking about your, your manifestation. That sounds really fun. Um, yeah. And it's been really, really good fun talking to you. You've got such a lovely, happy you know, high vibe. It's just great. Thank you, Richard. Thanks for having me. It's been fun.